Did y'all shots hurt? No. Now, um, I was talking to him about it earlier. Um, mine didn't really start aching until that night. Summer night 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about about eight hours after getting it, uh, you start to notice the spot where you got it is a little mm. sore. So whichever arm you don't like using, I would yeah. you might want get, to get, get in that one. Um, but as far as actually, I was more worried about what the place would be like when I went to go get it. Uh, it was, I got there like 30 minutes beforehand. Yeah. And when I checked in, they just went, just went right ahead and let me go get it taken care of. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, I didn't, they didn't tell me to like wait for a while I've heard or like come back. It was so, <laughs> so easy. I've heard of it. people just getting it like in the aisle of like a Walgreens. Like they're just like a stand over here. That's basically what I buy the cleaners. You got it at Walgreens? At CVS, yeah. Nice. Yeah. How'd it go? It was good. I, Easy. Yeah. yeah. You, got, you guys definitely seem uh, different after getting that microchip. I was yeah. gonna say my reception's a lot better here. I'd like, like to tell you that some <laughs> fascinating offers that Microsoft has for you. Well. Huh. See, this is why I'm not getting the shot. You're Dude, I don't know my. I had really bad 5G connectivity down here, like prior, and now, I mean, I don't know. It's just on fire? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's way better than 4G LTE. I mean, I, I see the benefits, but they do not outweigh whatever. That's such a non-vaxxer thing to say, isn't it? Right? I don't know how effective mine is, though. I, I, gotta, I gotta speak to my people out there, you know? The anti-vax crowd. You found yours to be effective. I didn't see you share it anywhere. Oh, it's true. That's true. I've not posted a photo of my. my <laughs> I got a COVID mm. vaccine card. It probably didn't work. That's true. Right. I won't be able to get my COVID passport. Or you didn't write a thank you note to Moderna. Oh, well, I got the Pfizer one. Oh. So they would. Uh, maybe I've, I've heard they don't accept uh, you know, paper mail. Mm-hmm. No snail mail. No. Pfizer, the one hope for humanity. <laughs> the oh, salvation. Yeah. Right. So what operating system are you running now? Or... That's, uh, okay, computer? That, hey, that was definitely done, sir. This, this album <laughs> predicted this, basically. In 97, yeah. The, the the vex the pandemic thing or the... <laughs> not not the pandemic it's, the it's a loose tie-in but yeah. but it was more of like just uh how techno what technology would do to us i guess and the alienation we might feel yeah that's, happier that's what i typically read about this yeah um but well, are we are we getting into it? Yeah, Let's we are. Into it. We we don't have to, but no, we do. we're doing we're, some radio. We we're doing okay, computer today. Radiohead's third album that came out in '97. Yep. Okay. This is post the Benz. Yes, this is the one that came out two years after the Benz. If the Benz was '95, um, did you heard this album before? Oh yeah. In its entirety. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I got into it like. Probably junior year of high school. Stop. Junior year. Stop. Yeah. Junior year of high school. It was around the time when I got my first real six string. I was going to say about the time you discovered Brian. I'm leaving if y'all keep doing this. Like, y'all can just host, do this yourselves. First time I heard Cut Snuck a Knife. This is the back story bringing it out of them. You know what it is. That's right. Mutated. Um. But yeah, my my guitar teacher slash friend um, burned this album for me. He actually left off a couple songs so he could put Master. other other Radiohead songs on there. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you what the songs were later. Was but that your first introduction to Radiohead? Pretty much. He gave me the Benz and OK Computer before Creep. Uh, no, I had heard Creep. I think I think um, yeah, just because it's you know creep. I mean, I, I think I think maybe Rock Band kind of brought it back. Right. Yes, for sure. Because I don't know if I knew it before Rock Band Creep. The band would be very happy to hear that. So Tom York would, <laughs> if what I've read is correct. Uh yeah, yeah. They're, they they um, 
Yes. <laughs> the British spelling. I love that spelling. Me too. Thom working. Me too. And I, I always say thom in my head. I, I said it before we thom sat down for this. Um, but yeah, it, and it was one of those bands and albums that were almost like, you know, I, I heard about them so much. Like if you read what are the greatest albums of all time, this makes the top ten right all the time. As it should. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. I, 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 this was the, I had never listened to more than three or four Radiohead songs at a stretch. So this was this was a okay. no, no, this was not your, that. This was your first uh, foray into like full Radiohead. Album? Yeah, for the entire album. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah. Is there any greater? That's up for debate, really. I, I've heard that. I've heard a lot of Radiohead fans that don't really care for this album, actually. That's true. A, yeah. lot, a lot prefer the more electronic. Like in Rainbows? Yeah. Yeah. Or Kid A? Yeah. Those come really? Yeah. I mean, in Rainbows... I hear the Bends a lot. I hear in Rainbows a lot. But also a lot of people... I feel like some... Sometimes people fall on one side or the other where they're like, I don't like the electronic stuff. Or they're like, I don't like the rock stuff. Right. Uh, Can but, we have both? Right. Can we just that's, have both? That's what like I that? say. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm growing to like their uh, more electronic stuff more than I did initially. Like, n not, not necessarily more than the rock stuff, but every album they put out has some, like a handful of songs at least worth hearing right yeah just because they're so uh they're so unique and so good and like all their albums you can just tell they put so much thought and effort into it yes. like there's a reason there's like a few years between each album yeah so the bins isn't that the one that has like the crash dummy on the front yes kind of a weird segue in airbag yeah. yes and yeah. a recurring theme yeah. in a lot of these songs yeah. the fear of uh transportation was, was tommy York like in a bad car crash or something because that he, he seems to that, that's a recurring bit mm. in these lyrics like he's worried about public transit and it's like it's not as safe as we think and it's like you're kind of it's a it's a gamble every time you go out there it's a it's really on the nose in airbag, but it, it comes back in a few of these songs. And I, I meant to do some digging about it. if something happened, or maybe you knew, like one of his parents. Like... So, from what I know, um, he wrote most of these songs like when they were on tour doing the bands. Mm -hmm. And he just had a really rough period where they were, you know, doing a world tour just nonstop. Um, you know, he was sick of. Uh, I guess just that feeling you get when you're constantly traveling, not really connecting with people. Right. I think it was just kind of the isolation that he started to feel. Yeah. And just constant interviews. Like, there's a movie, if y'all want to dig deeper into it, called uh, Meeting People is Easy. It's about that Ben's tour. Mm. There's a ton of footage of them in, like, Japan and wherever. But just kind of what their day-to-day -day was like, and it seems pretty miserable, you know, just kind of... Yeah. Talking to the press. And... Touring looks just yeah. awful. Yeah, so touring, <laughs> so touring was rough on him, and I think, he, I mean, he got very depressed and, you know, yeah. almost like to the point where, I mean, he, he was ready to, uh, you know, at, at least take a break from touring. I don't know if he thought about, you know, getting out of it entirely, but OK Computer, like the making of it, they were like, OK, we want to do this. Um, you know, our way and like take some time. So I think the record company was really good about like letting them, right. you know, they, they recorded a lot of it in this mansion. There's like this old mansion rather than like a traditional studio. Okay. Which contributes to, I think, a lot of the cool sounds that they get off of this. Yeah. I, uh, I love those uh, dueling discordant guitars mm -hmm. right off the bat. Mm -hmm. This one, yeah. uh, I never. You thought of the name Colin Greenwood oh, or getting yeah. into I, I I never I I don't even know what I what sound comes to mind when I thought of Radiohead but he's uh, he, he's so, really really so good. So Colin is the bass player. Oh, the bass player. And then Johnny Greenwood is the lead guitar player. Oh, okay. Brothers. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Got that off. But um, yeah, the sounds that he gets. Did you say guitar. he like? 
didn't have any like formal training or am I remembering that right? So it's kind of it's kind of doesn't know any theory or anything. See, I've kind of heard both. Like I saw an interview of him saying like he knew one scale, but then it's like he studied music in college. Hmm. But I I think. Um, I think regardless of his training or whatever, he's very much like a feel guy. Oh, yeah. And like, right. he's kind of almost created his own way of playing. Yeah. Um, and of course, he's like gone on to do like soundtracks. Like he did a lot of the, uh, I think Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Really? Like I think he scored uh, The Master. Oh. I want to say. Okay. Could be wrong on that, but. Is Colin Greenwood? Uh, or Johnny. 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 Okay. okay. Um, it, but movies like that, you know, indie flicks with kind of offbeat rod. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just kind of a master of taking weird, unique sounds. Um, yeah. He's definitely got a style. Yeah. I... Like, real, like, happy with a quick, dark twist. You think happy? I don't know how to put my finger on it, but it's like... It kind of sounds, yeah, bright and happy, and then there's, like, that one note choice that's always, mm. like, super dissonant or, like, really dark, or it takes a dramatic twist. Yeah, to you me, know? he's just a very dissonant... I mean, he can play, like, really nice and, like, spacey... Yeah. Um, the bit on Subterranean Homesick Alien had a mm. very psychedelic feel to yeah. the guitar on that song. Sure. That, was like, that was like that was like Procol Harum to me that just started <laughs> that song in yeah. a good way. I yeah. love that band. I love that yeah. sound. And I was like, this is really, really, really chill. cool. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, it helps given the subject matter and the lyrical content. Yes. Like I'm very glad that he's Would you he could, call like that little vocal part like a pre-chorus? Like, um, I would almost consider, like, the part that comes after that without vocals to be the chorus. Like, uptight, up, that part where he's like, uptight. Oh, I think of that as the chorus. Really? Yeah, yeah. But it just seems like a build to something. And then it releases. I could be totally wrong. It, well, it's just my interpretation I mean, it, it's, of it. it. It's not really a wrong or right yeah. thing. It's kind of what, how do you hear it? Right. Or, like, uh... Yeah, I mean, kind of part of the chorus is that guitar riff. I mm -hmm. feel like part of it's an instrument. Right. But you're saying the verse kind of sounds like a chorus? That? Yeah, 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 yeah. The part that comes after it. Because it's like... Like, real short and condensed, and then it, like, drops that part. Mm. It seems like a lead-up to that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess there's really no... Like you said, no right or wrong sure. reason or formula. Sure, but I, I kind of see the uptight part with the little jangly guitars, the chorus or the refrain. Right. Yeah. Um, but let's let's talk about airbag and or do, should we go in order or should we just kind of jump around? Yeah. We, okay. let, let's we can finish up subterranean and maybe go back. Okay. We, we got to talk about paranormal oh, Android yeah. at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, but I think subterranean might be my favorite Radiohead song. I, okay, I loved this song, yeah, and yeah. I, I it's it's very good. I yeah. was like the I I loved it even more when I actually read the lyrics. Like mm. I listened to it a few times, and then I just read it on their own. It is yeah. so it was so funny. Yeah, it was yeah. so so great. Yeah, yeah, the, the, <laughs> like just the most the most angsty teen story ever. Like the kid who like tries to tell everyone like he was abducted by aliens. Yeah, in that the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Got up in the UFO. Yeah. And, it's like, but, and, it's, and then it's like, he, no, no one believes me, but that makes me cool. It, it's like, mm -hmm. it's almost like the ode to the hipster home. Yeah. You, okay. So you kind of found some comedy in it. Yeah. I thought so. I mean, I, possibly. I, I think, um, you know, a lot of people think of them as a real serious, gloomy band, but I think there definitely is some dark humor in there. I'm not, I, I'm sure they weren't trying to be like, you know, clowns <laughs> or buffoons on the song. I just, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a very entertaining yeah, story. Yeah, and, uh, sure. Like, uh, yeah, like the narrator, <clears throat> I guess, that's uh, being described in the lyrics. Sure. I, I, it, it, was, it was funny. Um, what was I going to say about this? Oh, yeah. 
Do you remember in creative writing class when we read that a Martian sends a postcard home? Yeah. Yeah. I, I read in the wiki, like, this is part of, like, a British poetry genre <laughs> where it's, like, you write as if you're yeah. an alien. Yes. Yeah. I and saw that, too. And, you know, they, they take mundane human things and describe them in kind of a... Fascinated unique, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, all these weird creatures that lock up their spirits and draw holes in themselves, which I don't totally get what that's talking about. I thought that might have been an allusion to, like, lobotomies, which comes Maybe. up, which I thought was a theme in a song later in the album. Okay. We're gonna get to, I, I could definitely know. see something like that. Or maybe he's describing, like, trepidation, which was literally just, like, it wasn't, like, a procedure to, like, stab the brain. Right. Like, they literally, like, drilled holes in human skulls as a mm. way to, like do something. I mean, it was an yeah. early, early form of, like, brain surgery. Which yeah. is, you know, obviously. Yeah. You know. But, like... Did not work. But I guess he's kind of taking the, like, feeling alienated from other people, like, to the extreme. Oh, yeah. Where he, like, feels yeah. like a literal alien, like, observing people. Yeah. Uh, also reminded me of the South Park episode where Cartman gets an anal probe. Oh, yeah. Yep. And there's another South Park tie into Radiohead. That was gonna. You know. That is how I found out about them. Okay. That was when the first time I heard, I found out what that that band was real. Like that was uh, my intro to them. I, I figured you knew about that. They right? guest starred as themselves. Yeah. It's, it's Have you seen the, that? It's creep, right? They uh, don't sing in it. Well, C uh, Cartman. Cartman, Cartman does. sings. Yeah. The, yeah, he sings it with the with Ned. Yes. But yeah, yeah. can you? Can anyone imitate how Cartman sings Greek? Because it's <laughs> hilarious. Can you play that, actually? Yeah, I mean, you, you don't see. have to, but... Because <laughs> he's, like, he's like, who's Radiohead? And he's like, you know that band. <laughs> I like it more when the guy with the laryngectomy uh, finishes the lyric for him. That's right. What the hell am I doing here? Uh, yeah, is that... It's a It's his friend with the... Yeah, that was one of the first South Park episodes I sought out because I heard that there was Radiohead in it. Right? Maybe they are. So I guess I heard Radiohead shortly before that. Okay. Um, but that's such a cool guest appearance. It is. Like a band that is kind of known for being pretentious, you know, whether that's accurate or not, or like snobs. Yeah. Kind of poking fun at themselves. Not that they do. I don't think... I mean, I, I could see them... I mean, they, they shit on a kid who's, like, going through a tragedy at the end. But That's I, true. This is, like, that, like you, know, you know, I feel like South Park is becoming slightly more mainstream. At the time, it was very, very edgy. Yeah. So I, would, I, could, see them, I could see them being fans. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, right. So, I'm, I mean, Robert Smith has said that, like, his kids or his grandkids, like, their, their favorite thing about him is that he guest starred on South Park. Yes, Park. this so is our like, second artist that's guest starred on South Park. Yes. Robert Smith did it. Yep. Also as himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just really cool. Um, yeah, I love that they did that. I'm trying to think if I have more on Subterranean. Like, I, I remember reading their, they were into Miles Davis. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, God. What's Kilometers. That? Mile, <laughs> kilometers, Davis. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh, that's something I found in a Facebook group that we're part of. Okay. Somebody oh. made that joke, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> kilometers, Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Genius. Yeah. Uh, is, is there a lot of keys in that song? Yes. I love the keys. The droning, droning keys. Fender Rhodes, that smooth... I was say, before I made another sax comment of it not actually being there, <sighs> it had to be refined. And, and you are a big fan of No Quarter, the Zeppelin song. Mm -hmm. That also uses the Fender Rhodes. Right. That real kind of floaty, airy. Yeah. Yeah. Every sound in this just creates that outer space. Yep. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. And it's... It's totally original. Like, it's not like a rip off of Pink Floyd or anything like that. No. Even though the opening two chords, I think, are the it's the same progression as Great Gig. In Subterranean? Yeah. Okay. Like, listen to that again. Okay. Um, 
That's that's what I always thought. Um, here we go. I mean, definitely different like cadence to it, but right. to me that's the same Still progression. Yeah. Um, and they're they're really good at you know taking influences, but making it their own thing. Right. Like I, I think that's one of the best things you can say about them is they just created their own sound. Like uh, nothing yeah. they do is is very like derivative. derivative. E even though they are, you know, songs that are constructed like songs are constructed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you know they have verses and choruses. Yeah. Especially in the early days. I was gonna say Pablo Honey. I would say is the most derivative. Sure, sure. And they, they think that too. Yeah. I mean, they look back on that and are like, you know, uh, we were like teenagers. Just Were they really? I think so, or close to. They were young. Okay. Yeah, like look at pictures of Tom York back then. Like, he's got like bleached hair. Oh, God. Yeah. Frosted tips. Uh, yeah. Oh, damn. Straight That's up. why he wants to forget it. Guy P.A. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Labor Town. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, Subterranean has that uh, on the Miles Davis album, I think In a Silent Way, kind of when he was getting into like jazz fusion. Um, they wanted to kind of replicate that airy kind of keyboard feel, mm -hmm. even though they themselves don't really have like a jazz background. <clears throat> um, but anyway, if you want to kind of listen to that album and say how does that sound like radiohead check out in a silent way okay um i'm sorry i derailed us you know, <laughs> dude, I, see I, I feel like i'm almost gonna ramble on all the tracks just because like this is one that i've listened to many many times and i feel like there's a lot to all these songs so yes feel free to cut me off did you um we we had kind of started on airbag um yes do you, is there a little turntable on that one near the three and a half minutes? So there's definitely that... like a sampling effect. Yes. Yeah. There's some electronic some strings too. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a, a cello in there. Cello. That kind of doubles the riff a yeah. little bit. But I know what you're talking about. And I do remember reading that, yeah, the drum beat was kind of inspired by, uh, uh, I can't think of the name, but some DJ. Like, they, they were into electronic music back then. Yeah. And, you know, that would prove to be a direction right. they would go in. But the drum beat is, like, sampled. So it's, like, chopped up mm -hmm. to kind of sound weird. Yes. Right. Like, for lack of a better term. It achieved that effect. Yeah. But I, I put electronic sounding drums. But I know that kind of record skipping thing you're talking about. Um, what, what did you call it? I thought it was a turntable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scratching. Yeah. If not, if not a turntable, definitely something that kind of replicates that sound. Yeah. But yeah, that, there's a good combination of like traditional and modern uh, instruments in their stuff. Did you notice yes. the bass like came and went? Yes. Yes. It's kind of interesting. I think I read that was like inspired by like kind of reggae or something like that. Mm, interesting. Which I Steve. love. I love that. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I love that bass line. Though. Me too. I do too. I love this track. It stood out to me big time. Yep. I th they know how to start an album. They do. They do. Like, I feel like uh, they're one of the best examples I can think of of people just right out of the gate. Was You the first on Pablo? Yeah. Line? Yeah. And that's a cool song. Yeah. Uh, Planet Telex is the Benz. Yep. And then uh, Kid A, Everything is Right Place. Dude, that song is crazy. Very strong opener. Yes. Um, airbag, I love. I mean, that riff, I love to play that all the time. Yeah. Whenever I pick up a guitar, I feel like I play that. Um, what else? I, just really did cool. Have, did y'all like Airbag? I loved it. Yeah, yeah it was good. I really did. Yeah. I was going to say, how do you even describe Paranoid Android? Like, how do you even begin to talk about that song? Uh, by asking if you recognized the uh, the robot voice we've got on this song. Oh, from uh, 
a track that happens later on. No, it's it's. I think it's the same the same little tone. It, it's the it's the old Macintosh voice. Y'all right, remember that? Right, that right. function on that old computer. Longer, fitter, happier. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah, yeah. That like yeah. old like when computers yeah. like with it was a big thing. It was like a selling point. Like computers can speak now. Yeah, it's that yeah. Droning, that would have been like, current at that time though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> those colored Macs. Yeah. You remember those? Yeah. Oh yeah. And they were like. It was like a desktop Mac computer, but they had like a purple one, a green mm, one, a yep. blue one. Yeah. Yep. I didn't have any. It's just the most just bland, like Robot Jones sounding thing. Robot yes, Jones. yes. The very flat monotone. Oh, Stephen, I was going to ask you, have you read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Oh, yeah. Because I have the not. Depressed, the depressed robot. Yeah, I believe yeah. is there are some allusions to it in that. Yeah, is there something about a paranoid android in that book? He's like he he he's uh he's like morbidly depressed, okay. honestly, and that that kind of he's more like melancholy. I feel like with paranoia, you're a little more jittery. In mm. mo I think I can't not a hundred percent on the name, but th that robot is more glum, a little more melancholy, mm. kind of somber, which definitely ties in with this album. But yeah, it's uh. He, he, he feels like no one likes him, basically. Mm. And so I guess you can kind of... There's a little bit of anxiety or paranoia. That yeah, that. that's a book that I feel like I should read. You should. Because, you both should. And I've tried. Like, I started, and I'm like... For whatever reason, like, I just need to fight through the first couple chapters, I guess. I mean, if it doesn't hook you, it doesn't hook you. It's okay. I don't know. It's, if it's, you're giving it a shot, I say you're fine. Yeah. Um, i the movie. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. It okay, is. It. It's got most death and yeah, it's Zoe not Will channel. Smith, is it? No. That's no. Hitch, right? No. Yes, that is that is Hitch. Is that similar at all? No. Okay. <laughs> the title OK Computer came from the book too, right? I think so. I think I read that. Hmm? Um it's a great title for an album. I don't really know right. what it means. It's yeah. it's just become like a thing. You don't really think about it. It's just OK Computer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I definitely associate it more with Radiohead than the book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it might just be a throwaway line. I I, I like that they uh, they. I'm happy they enjoyed it. It's def the book oh, the is book, definitely yeah. not for everyone, but it's a, it's a solid read. Uh, we were talking. He was no, you weren't playing it, but the the acoustic guitar section on Paranoid Android. It's mm -hmm. really nice. I love that riff. Oh yeah, love that. Dude, riff. everything about the song. Like like I said, I don't know where you even start. Yeah. Even the music video. Yo, yeah. Like. Is it crazy? You gotta, you gotta watch it. it. Okay. You should just have that on mute while we're doing this. Okay. Yeah, Steph it's... can look over. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I remember my uh, guitar teacher told me, like, he was in his college dorm room watching MTV, and that video came on, and he was like, I had heard Creep, and then I saw this, and I was just like, what? this and like it's like the most 90s sentence I, so, i've ever heard totally totally <laughs> I was watching creep kurt loader comes on this thing and um he, he showed me the music video and I'm just, yeah. you like it yeah i mean it's, it's a good video. it's nuts i mean it's it's prog rock but it's totally dark and sci-fi like, honestly all i'd say about the song is 10 out of 10 yeah i, I don't know Seriously, I don't know how else to... It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. And it's it's out there. Yeah. Like, it takes a lot of left turns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, just totally out of nowhere. Like So many different parts. Right. I don't think they really have a song that's like this one. I also love... I've never heard a song like this. I don't yeah. think anyone has <laughs> yeah. a song like Paranoid Yeah, You only get one. Yeah, it's... Dude, it's out there. I also like how they kind of use unique percussion in a lot of their songs. Like, there's almost these, like, woodblock sounds at the beginning of this. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. Um, and at the beginning of Airbag, there's, like, those sleigh bells or something. I think that's really, oh, yeah. really cool. There's some mm -hmm. jangling going like, on. Totally that something you wouldn't think to do. But, no. like... It just gives it a cool, cool feel. Yeah. Paranoid has kind of a like a Middle Eastern vibe to it to me. That like yeah. weird little yeah. Yeah. Almost picture like a desert or something. Yeah. But then it also just goes totally sci-fi. Yeah. That like outro part, like the long drawn out, like that kind of reminds me of like 
It sounds so stupid, but to your point about the desert, just like heat exhaustion, like you're dying. Yeah. And like in and out of consciousness. Yeah. And it's like that's what's playing. And then you get the rain down part. Yeah. Maybe there is something to that. Right. Just like right at the end of life. Like. Right. There's a lot of synthesizers in this song that I, I don't know if I remembered that. And then I went back and listened with uh, headphones and was like, wow, there's a lot. Kind of doubling the guitar mm -hmm. sometimes or like going back and forth with it. Dude, the guitar is crazy in this yes. song. Yeah. Yes. Like, has it all. I can't place like an influence for him as a guitar player. Like, who did he... Like, yeah. he totally... If, if he had influences, he did his own thing with it. Like, mm -hmm. yep. Just very jarring, like yeah. A lot of times, you know, playing notes that would be considered wrong, yeah. But like, it just gives it that dark, they work, ominous, paranoid feel. Yeah. I don't know. It's not for everybody. It was for me though. Yeah, it was. It was definitely glad, for me. Yeah. Loved this song. I'm glad they closed with this when I saw them. It's awesome. Yeah, it was. People go ape shit. Yeah. I got some chills, man. I'll yeah. bet. And I, I saw them in like 2012 or something, and they were doing an album that I wasn't that into at the time. And their thing is like they'll play like their whole album, like yeah. their new one. Yeah. But they reached in and played some hits like Karma Police and this to close, and that was just, that made the show for me. Right. Exit music. stuff. Oh, yeah. That's a. Uh... The start of this one had some the country vibes to it. Yeah. I thought I thought that that acoustic guitar really yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the way you pace a singing in this one kind of drawn out kind of had like a Johnny Cash vibe to it for me. That's interesting. I'm not sure why. I, I, that, that just that's what came to mind. I could have me. sworn I read that Johnny Cash was an influence. Really? Not, not on this song in particular, maybe, but just. Something they were listening to. Okay. Could be wrong on that. A lot of somber songs by Johnny Cash. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. The mood. This had a, this song had kind of a... I really like this song. Yeah, yeah. No. It's killer. And the super fuzzy bass. Oh, yeah. I really like I that. I guess that's a... I don't know if that's a synth or a... I think it's a fuzz pedal. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, could, I could see it going either way, yeah. There was some weird effect, too, like at the beginning of verse 3. I can't... Kind of like a swirling thing. I think so, yeah. Is it something really odd? Is is that when like those weird like electronic voices came in, or is that? Oh, that, that is. That was eerie. Yeah. It was cool. It was it was very unexpected. Yeah. In the song. I'm, I'll I'll tell you what that is. Okay. Yeah. You're getting kind of a weird swirling. Here's that fuzzy bass. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it sounds like kids on a playground swirling, totally. like that yeah. sound in oscillation. Right, right, it's really odd. Yeah, and it's just that the way that that transitions into the fuzz thing is just how do you come up with that? I really like that song though. But the voice thing you're talking about is uh, on an instrument that's been around since like the '60s, the mellotron. Oh, that's what okay. like the Beatles used to do, like Strawberry Fields and stuff. Oh, but it has a setting on it called choir. <laughs> which is like people's voices okay you know? and so that gives you that eerie like it just sounds like you know people singing in a choir mm -hmm. but of course they you know chop it up and make it all weird and disjointed right but that adds a really ominous cool feel to oh it. I, yeah i really liked it yeah yeah so this is this song had a very uh cinematic quality yes to it. <laughs> I, I this would be great for like the, the closing credits and then to, exit music for a film yeah <laughs> I, I think it was in like romeo and juliet or something. oh the, the the romeo plus juliet one with the dicaprio yeah i think so i well i think tom said this was maybe based on romeo and juliet this song mm. oh, okay interesting and I, I don't know if it got put in the movie or if somebody you know put it on youtube with the movie as a packing <laughs> this up, right? song deserved better <laughs> yeah, that, that's my yeah. Uh, Good I, for them if they they support the the adaptation. But I, I, I don't know if they did. Um, it would work. I mean, it's because again, it's a, it definitely has a dramatic quality to it. Oh yeah, that it works. Um, yeah. And the only other thing I'd add is, I think the vocals might have been recorded in like a church or something. You know, how you get that crazy like mm -hmm. reverb. Yeah. It's just so deep. I feel like a lot of 
Tom's vocals, you know, probably the choice of microphones they're using or the rooms that they were in. But you can like hear him taking a breath. You can like hear his mouth like, like he's like making the microphone. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And he'll just like gasp for breath during some songs. I but, love that though. Yeah, hell yeah. Feels very uh, real. What? Oh yeah. Were you let down by let down? I was gonna ask. I was Same gonna steal thing. steal the pawn. Not at all, man. Yeah, me either. Like uh, it didn't do much for me, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I, Are there two time signatures on the song? Yeah. Okay. Real yeah. dark sounding okay. intro I, too. It it hit me with that uh, that multi layered guitar. Yes. At the start. Good. I I was very. I, I thought I thought that might have been it. Good. Good call, okay. because uh, that, uh, and, and I, I couldn't tell you what the time signatures are. Oh, I couldn't. I, I, I looked. But, <laughs> but just for like a listener, like listen to that guitar riff and try to follow it. Try yeah. to find out where it starts and ends, because it's not totally in sync. No. Like, and that's such a hard one to play, like yeah. live. Yeah. Like I'm pretty... Um, I'm pretty sure they stopped playing it live for a while because it was so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so just like keep up. That's funny. But I love how it, it it's everything's kind of disjointed and you almost yeah. get kind of like a I don't know like a disorienting feel or there's just like so much going on and then in the chorus it all kind of locks in. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yes. No, I liked the effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very it was, you kind of have like a sigh of relief when it sort of co. That cohesion. Yeah, thing. yeah. And I, the fact that it is all like crazy and all over the place, uh, I it totally fits with the, the theme of the song, which is yes. and you already talked about how like the tra- excessive travel you feel kind of isolated because yeah. you're ironically around people all the time, and right. you know, the song's about yeah, you know, yeah, it's that emotional distance between people. Right, right. Yeah, you almost feel like a feeling like you're moving. Yes. Like during all those weird time signatures. Yeah. Um, this is a lot of people's favorite Radiohead song. Like really? That. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah. I, I, I like this Very one. Surprised. I uh, I, I would have thought uh, Paranoid Android would be a that one too. Of, that one too. I'm gonna have to re-listen to let down. Listen to it with headphones if I you did. didn't. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that that really helps mm. just give you the the I don't know the feeling of like depth and all the stuff right. that's going on. I don't know why. I yeah, that. I mean it's kind of the most like tra- one of the more traditional songs. Not that it doesn't have weird stuff going on, right. but the structure. Yeah, there's a chorus, there's a verse. You know, a chorus right. you could sing along with maybe. Um, I don't think what else I have on this one. I mean, it's it's one of the more like pleasant songs, even though the lyrics are super dark and yeah. depressing. Yeah, I, I like the lyrics a lot. I do too. Yeah. Um, I'm absolutely in agreement with them on it. Yeah. <laughs> the message. Yeah, there's some yeah. Hard truth, man. Yeah. I uh, I've been kind of. A little nervous to talk about Karma Police, just because mm. this was the only song on this album I was a little iffy on. I'm not yeah. sure if I like it or not, to be honest. Uh, I oh, love yeah. the uh, that, that chord progression to start, yeah. uh, the acoustic guitar, the piano. I thought that meshed so, so nicely. Yeah. And then about the two and a half minute mark, uh, the vocals got a little echoey. Okay. And just a lot... Uh, is this when they kind of transition into a different part? Yeah, yeah, it got it got very very strange, mm-hmm. and they started bringing in a lot of like ambient background sounds to it. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know, maybe I just found the name a little <laughs> just a little little silly, but yeah. I was yeah. not was not I didn't love this song the way I did with most of the songs on this album. Yeah. So yeah, I, I loved the song. You love Karma Police. I loved Karma Police. I like it. Let's hear it. How come? I, I just do. I, I don't know. It's, I'd say one of the first Radiohead songs I heard outside of Creep. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just like the progression of it. I like it it's too. Got I'm, a lot I'm, of good, good parts. I'm a little surprised that you like it. Yeah. No, I, I love this. I, song. I like it too, <laughs> but it just didn't strike me as it's your... one of my favorites off this album. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad and. 
Speaking of, uh, you know, the chord progression, they actually borrow some from Sexy Sadie, the Beatles song. Mm. Seems like totally out of left field. Yes. But they're, you know, they're big Beatles fans, and they kind of work that influence in at some points. I think it's in the chorus. I was just going to, this is the one that, is it a sus four to an E major? Gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know off the top of my head. But I know that there is a, a, a sus something. I think. I, I don't know. I, I, I want to say it's a sus. Uh, sus 2 to uh, minor. Dude, I swear it's a 4. <laughs> Hold on. Well, the, the part that I'll tell you is, is like sexy Sadie is I think the chorus when it's like this is what you'll get. Yeah. Sounds a little like the intro. That's oh, you're talking sus. about you're talking about that that part. part. Okay, that's a sus four, right? Yes, that's a sus four to a major. Yeah, I but like I don't that think part. that's the sexy Sadie. Part. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> I was just saying I really like that. Uh, okay, part. okay. That but, part. But yeah, listen to sexy Sadie and then listen to this and see if you can hear where they kind of echo that. But I think they fully admit, yeah, we like that progression. We took right. it, just like Creep stole from. Uh, the Air That I Breathe by The Hollies. Y'all know that song? No. Oh, gotta listen to that. Air That I Breathe? Yeah. That's yeah. a great name for a song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. So. Um, but yeah, they do kind of, they have cool Easter eggs for people that listen Boy, to a lot of music. And also just a kind of pop culture stuff. Yeah. And like the uh, Fitter Happier. Mm -hmm. There is a segment that sounds like a, like audio from something, and I had to look into this, and I was mm -hmm. shocked to find that I was right. It's, yeah. there, there was a, uh, a 70s spy thriller called Three Days of the Condor. Yeah. My mom is a huge fan of this movie. It yeah. made me watch oh it. And I was like, that can't be what it... From. And it is. There's, really? a, there's, a, there's a scene crazy. where he, he calls into like a switchboard operator, yeah. and the guy is like a totally, just like a soulless like company man, and he just talks to him like he's a machine. And I, I think that's the, that's the segment. From the movie that it's from, and I, I was, That's so I was blown yeah. on my ass I when I heard. It. I was like, "Wow, yeah, wow." I, I feel like you have probably one of the best memories of anybody on like movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm not surprised that you recognized it. I'm just surprised they put it in the totally. this, like what because it's like extremely random. That's more like that movie has like really nothing about like technology or anything yeah. or transportation it's 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 really cool by the way highly recommend checking it out it's a solid one yes solid what's watch. it called again three days of the condor okay i was okay. just I, I was like that there's no way there's no way is it a british movie no okay no it's so uh, sounds it, like it would be it's very of its time yeah it's yeah. it doesn't get a lot of play now uh, right. of the movies of that era it, it didn't have a it's kind of in that post-Watergate phase of Hollywood movies mm -hmm. where it's all about, like, you know, distrust of institutions. Uh, yeah. So, you know, makes it, you know, in keeping with yeah. some themes of Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. This song really gets across that feeling of just kind of hopelessness for yeah. humanity. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just how kind of mundane everything is yep. right, sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like... More robot voice. Yes. As the technology yes. takes over. Right. yeah. Travis and I used to have fun with that computer voice. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, it's... Everyone Microsoft did. Microsoft oh, Sam. Oh, so yeah. awesome. We were LH record. Michelle and LH Michael. We were, we were making songs with Michael. Microsoft Sam before we even knew about Radiohead. On pure volume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, we kind of heard the same thing that Tom York heard. Yep. This could be in a song. Nice. <laughs> um... Yeah, what else about Fitter Happier? I mean, that's all I had. I, I just skip for me if I'm going through the album. I was yeah, surprised. I, I think it was left off the burned copy that was given to me just to make room. Yeah, um, makes sense. It's it's the on the run of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Pink Floyd on the run. You really hate that song, dude. It's <laughs> all I can say is at least it's not super long. Like, if you're going to do a noise track or, like, a, a track of Microsoft Sam, like... A filler. Don't make it seven minutes long, please. Yeah. 
Um, this is this is an acceptable length. I mean, this is a yeah. this is an art rock album with right. like, you know, I don't know. York says about this. I think he says it's like one of the darkest things he's ever written. Fitter, happier. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it is very dark. Man, it gets sad. Like it's the, just like wow. The it's arrangement, but like yeah, it's just such a mundane, like you said, way of putting into perspective. Yeah. And I, I read, like, a there was a Rolling Stone magazine thing about, like, you know, we sat down with Radiohead and asked him about OK Computer. And he was like, I think one of the questions to Tom was, like, what would you say to your, you know, 20-year-old self? Or, or he wasn't, I think he was older than 20 when he did this, but it's like, what would you say to yourself? And he's like, lighten the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I think he's a lot happier now. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I feel like most of these guys are now. Yeah. I know, so. Like 20, 30 years past this stuff, they're like totally changed. Yeah, I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna live, you know, past your twenties, you gotta gotta find some way to do right. it. Definitely. Um yeah. on to electioneering. Yes, sure. What a what is a rock song? doing on here i, I heard that right. cowbell and i was like it's like what? this track jams hard it does hard. yeah very unexpected i like the guitar riff. i do too yeah it's a decent track he's got great tone from yeah. that telecaster yeah just punchy it's a nice uh th coming off of figure there's happier. bleakness to this song too but yeah. it's the, the, the tune of it like the, the music definitely is Something of an uplift, yeah. which I, I I definitely needed at this point. I've heard the, this song yeah. brought up many times. Electioneering? Yeah. Yes. Really? Yep. Is it is it as a good thing? Or? Just people talking about Radiohead. I've heard electioneering many times. I don't know why. I think people usually, or a lot of people, don't like it. That's interesting. But I I think it's a solid track. Yeah. I do too. Um, I did hear that the record company wanted to make this a single. But they intentionally sabotaged it by like putting on so much chaos. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. It is and pretty awesome. Cowbell. I stand yeah. on yeah. that one, man. Yeah. That is cowbell. that is awesome. You gotta love it. You do. Yeah. I mean it, it pisses a lot of people off, but you know. Well, that's also something to do in your twenties. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, that's awesome. Um, and I I really respect, you know, the way that they've gone about, you know, putting out albums. It's always, you know, something unexpected. Right. Non-commercial. Yeah, what they want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kid A, the album that came after this, is probably their, like, well, top two least commercial albums that they did. I love how popular they are, though. Yes. And, and that's by, the other thing. For being so odd. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, like, that's huge a, fan base. That, oh, my god. Like somebody called Kid A, like, the weirdest album to sell a million copies. Yeah. I don't know. You, there's probably some that are in the running, but yeah. Uh, that's got to be up there. It's funny how huge they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like yeah, against their wishes. Such a strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like asshole fan base is very, very devout. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like getting into them, I was almost like. I was put off by their fan yes, base. Yes. I, yes. Was, I, I met many militant Radiohead fans <laughs> right? who were very disappointed in there was kind of not listening. There's kind of stigma. Yes. Yeah. Um, and when I said that like Creep was one of the first songs by them I heard, they they like immediately just like blew me off. They're like, get out of my face! Oh yeah, <laughs> elitist. They uh, they are in a lockstep with yeah. Tom York yeah. and their disdain for that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Creep's not that bad. It's really not. Yeah, I mean it's definitely overblown how bad it is. I mean I'm not a huge. I don't listen to it that much anymore. Me neither. Yeah, right. I would not have thought that was like a, a hit. I should have because it was right. on Rock Band. Oh yeah. Uh, I've heard. I, I've seen video. Of their, so many times. I've seen video of like their concerts and like some. There will always be like some asshole out there. They'll stop <laughs> screaming for Creed. Yeah. And, like a bunch mm -hmm. of other people pick up the chant just to troll Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember if they've like played it recently, but they've kind of done a thing where they will bring back an old song that you wouldn't think they would do. Like something off the bands, which is cool. Yeah, I need to listen to that album. Yeah, the bands is great. Okay. Um, if you like OK Computer, I would say definitely listen to the bands. Okay, yeah. I gotta listen. More, to more it. guitars, but you know they're he they're headed in this direction. Nice. Pretty uh, interesting. Electioneering, I think, is about 
media. Yes. And elections, like yep. he engineering. Elections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, what's the what's the rage song? We just talked. Oh yeah, yeah. Bullet in the head. Bullet in the head. That's it. Yeah, same kind of theme. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the media being used as like propaganda. Right. For, right. You know, and companies. how the, the elections are kind of rigged or run by right. you know. Yeah. Big money. Yeah. And he was saying he, he was watching. Uh, Manufacturing Consent, the Noam Chomsky movie. Yes, I yes. think that's kind of what uh, inspired some of his lyrics. Yeah, yeah. That great, shacks. Great movie. Great Indeed. Movie. Um, yeah, I don't have much more on that one. No, but I got a bunch on Climbing Up the mm, Walls. Yeah. Favorite song on the album. Yes. Dude's favorite song on the album. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, and I, I, the, I did not expect to feel like, I thought for sure like Paranoid Android or... Yeah. Something like that was going to be my favorite, but this one took me by surprise. This is yeah. this Big is the time. this is the one opening up your skull. There's there's so many allusions to it. Sounds like uh, like psychological or neurological treatments. This mm -hmm. is the one that I thought was alluding to like lobotomies. I and can I, see that. I, I was reading an interview. I think it was York who said he uh, as like a teenager he was like a, an intern or like a like an assistant orderly at a psychiatric hospital. Mm -hmm. And how that, that. there was a time when like lobotomizing people was a super common yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And he talked about how like there were so many patients there that had just been like just they just threw them on the, the right. gurney for it and it just makes them essentially a vegetable yeah. for life. And he just talked about just like expressionless being around those people all the time. It is a such a haunting song. Yeah, but the music ties back into that spacey feel too. Yes, yes, it does. Definitely yeah. does. It almost have like a seductive sound to it. Yes, I do. I love the music. I love this song. Yeah, like I, I re-listen to this song every day since I first listened to this Damn. song. Damn. To do this multiple times a day. This is one that <laughs> this was not on the copy that was burned for me, so I, I feel like I've heard it. Uh, lot less than the others so i, I feel Dude. like it's not one i i can say much about but cool production the layers it, on it was this. it seemed very simple and straightforward though like compared to a lot of the other songs but like yeah. i don't know i i couldn't get enough of this song a lot yeah. of ambience and stuff going on in the background the string like section just, on here was yeah, great i love yes. the progression i loved uh, the the drums had this very yeah. hollow metallic yeah. feel to it yeah weird sound i didn't notice the drumming a lot on this album but this one really it, it, i i heard it more when i put on the headphones and yeah. I, I just it was just one more one more compliment to it yeah it's it's a beautiful song it's just mm -hmm. heartbreaking i mean it's a devastating yeah. track yeah. But I, I couldn't I, i'm with travis i couldn't stop listening to it yeah i i never knew that about york's background as an intern or what whatever so, i think that's a thing i think it's a thing in england where like when you're uh like when you get to high school they'll send you to do like professional mm. work in certain yeah. areas yeah. I, I guess he might have it might have been random assignment he might have chosen yeah. to go work in yeah, the hospital there. Some dark stuff. That's that's heavy for anyone. Yeah, like, I would probably be pretty down. If oh we're yeah, going through that now. Yeah, I As wonder a, had I not heard Paranoid Android so many times, if mm, this would still be my favorite. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. just like I had to pick something different. True, true. Because it's just like it's sealed. With yeah, that. but I mean this this was the song that I went back to. Yeah, yeah, daily. I've, I've kind of always maintained that Subterranean Homesick Alien is my favorite. Yeah. Um, but it's so hard to pick. It's, oh, yeah. It's a really, really good album. Yeah. I was going to say, the is. fact that there's multiple songs. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that it's pick. it's as big as it is. I, mean. I, I would say, I think, uh, God, in terms of the music, it'd, it'd be very hard to pick out which one. But just in terms of the, the emotional weight of this song, yeah. you know, I, I really... I had to like stop listening to the album for a bit. Yeah. The first time I heard it. Yeah. Like, it, it really, it affected me in a way that after being told by so many people, many of whom I don't like, to get into Radiohead, <laughs> I was not expecting to be like moved by yeah. the music in the way that I was. Sure. This song definitely Dude, did more just, than anything else. Like you said on some of the tracks with the the way it's mic'd up, mm. like this, that it felt that way to me too. Like yeah. his vocals in this. Yeah. We're just like so smooth. They're so meticulous about sound. Like, perfect. Yeah. 
I, I got nothing else. Yeah, I was like, where do you go from here like, for the rest of the album? How'd like, you like a little yeah. glockenspiel on No Surprises? I, I love this song. I yeah. love glockenspiel. <laughs> took me so long to remember the name of that stupid instrument. Uh, but yes. it, I love it. I love it. I love Dude, the sound I of it too. on here. I do too. This is a good example of, like I was saying earlier, of with his guitar playing, like the kind of happy to just a dark turn. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like just super. I know. If it weren't for the vocal in this, this could sound like a very that upbeat could, song. The uh, yeah. the uh, Johnny Green. Yeah, yeah. The guitar player. Very, very light, very airy, very yeah. welcoming. Yeah. But yeah, then you hear about and a. And then just a weird. Handshake carbon monoxide, and you're like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. what? There's always, there's always something. Just, right. just slips it in there. Yeah. Just yeah. To kick you down. Right. Right. This. Uh, re so this is the same producer that produced Sea Change. Do y'all remember that? Yes. So I, I think I hear the most similarities between this one and Karma Police. Mm -hmm. With I think the Beck album maybe had some Glockenspiel mm -hmm. or something similar, yep. yeah. But I I love this track. I mean, just the kind of organicness of the acoustic guitar that comes in, yeah. Kind of contrasts with the whole like, you know, futuristic dystopian tone of the album, especially after climbing up the walls. It's yeah. A, yes. It's a departure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I'm happier that they had at least put a, a lighter touch to the. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the bass line. Yeah, did you note that at all? I did not. Yeah, it's I don't know, go go back and check it out. But it's kind of odd when he comes in, but it's just perfect. Um, you should also look at the music video for this. Yeah, he uh, for the music video he has a fishbowl on his head, <laughs> or, or like a or like a astronaut. I don't know. Whatever like a space helmet. SpongeBob wears. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like a diving helmet. Maybe. And it's full of water. Mm. And I don't know how many takes this took, but he's like in the water. It's Tom wearing it. And he's holding his breath. Oh. Until like a certain point in the song. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. That looking. is crazy. But that's the whole video. It's just him sitting there looking at you. Wow. Is that an Aqualung? Is that what that's called? Maybe. I don't know. Sitting on a park bench. I know, right? Is that a bad lyric? I uh, the lyric that follows that is pretty creepy. I've heard well, I've heard serious criticism of the lyrics of Aqualong. Well, not to derail. It's a that's a concept album, I would say. Yeah. And they're definitely describing a character. Yeah. Yeah. So the I don't know. It, it kind of depends on how you how you're looking at it. Eyeing little girls with bad intent. You, yeah. you don't want to. You don't want to own that. <laughs> it didn't uh, age well. No. Yeah. No. Although it's it's about Aqualung. It's not it's not about Ian Anderson. Let's hope not. Aqualung, the guy on the <laughs> cover. Yeah. Aqualung. <laughs> but he is his friend. He yeah. tells us. Okay. Aqualung. Okay. Oh, I'm just gonna start <laughs> talking about Lucky now. <laughs> Back to the spacey sound. Are we supposed to... It, it mentions a woman in this one. Sarah? I think, like, Kill Me Sarah got yeah, dropped. Yeah, I've never Is known that, what that was about. I, uh... Yeah, I, I, I couldn't find out either. I was... Is he saying Sarah or, like, Sarah? He says I, it weird. He does, Sarah? I yeah. assumed it was Sarah, but maybe yeah. you're right. I, I think it might be Sarah. Okay. No idea who that is. Uh, yeah, I, uh... Maybe I'm off here, but the, the three-piece guitar arrangement, it gave me a little bit of a throwback to listening to Animals, like yes. some David Gilmore mm -hmm, vibes yes. on this one, which mm -hmm. is in a good way. Mm -hmm. I love the guy. So, yeah, I, I like that kind of piercing quality to yeah. it. I love the chords in this song. Yeah. That really stood out to me. And the time changes, too. Yeah. There's a lot of Floyd influence in this one, I feel. Yeah. That clean guitar... You know, E minor strummed at the beginning. It's a little like breathe or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the little change it does reminds me of Welcome to the Machine. Mm. Where it's like, dan, dan, oh dan, yeah. Dan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect rendition. It is. I heard it. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, I can see that. But um, love this song. And um, Radiohead actually opened for REM. 
at some point in their existence. And uh, there's a cool video. They opened for them. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Arium was, they predated them and when they came on. And... Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know if this was before the album came out or what, because I don't think they were that big. Maybe they were touring for this album. But there's a cool video of uh, Michael Stipe singing this song with Radiohead. I was going to say, I wonder if he was a big Radiohead fan. Oh, I'm sure. And they, they were big R.E.M. fans. I can see that. Me too. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what song it was. I think it was Airbag, but he said he wanted to kind of do the lyrics like Michael Stipe did lyrics, where he would almost, I think he would literally like write down stuff on sheets of paper and like chop it up and put it in a hat and just pull out random stuff. <laughs> like if you listen to Michael Stipe lyrics, yeah. like in the early days, they're so odd and <laughs> abstract. Yeah. And if you listen to Airbag, it's kind of the same deal. Yeah. That's, Tom said that's what he was going for. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. The that's clever. Like Anthony Kiedis lyrics too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony so, Kiedis. Right. Uh, as I said, Nikita. Nikita. <laughs> That'd be a good stage name. Nikita. Back to that discussion. Maybe, maybe it would. I would, yeah. Nikita. <laughs> I mean, mm. Eastern European, seductive yeah, vibe. Crucial. Yeah. <laughs> Get that shoe on. The tourist. Uh, to close it, kind of bluesy, I thought. <laughs> I, I I thought so. A little slower. Uh, chill, definitely very chill. I was waiting for it to. I assumed it was going to pick up, get a little faster, uh, yeah. maybe more, uh, just more more bizarre. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm fine that they didn't though. Yeah. The fact that they didn't was kind of was kind of nice. Like, yeah. I like Tom's vocals in this. Yeah, like yeah. really good vocal performance. Oh yeah. Hey man, slow down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I think it's just expressing what he felt like on the tour. Like everything's just going so fast. Yeah. Like traveling right. every day. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's what the tourist means, yep. you know? Or is it about the Johnny Depp film? I actually forgot about that until you just mentioned it. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never saw it. I didn't so. either. Yeah, I don't think anybody did. Good. The, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you, you've got to be just... Get, get whiplash going to all these places yeah. but you're you're there to you're there to work yeah. you know you're not there to meet people or right. experience sure. things like you don't really you're not really there right you've got to be god you gotta get sleep while you're doing a lot of these traveling I'm, I, I assume i mean i sleep yeah sure because you're you hit the ground and it's it's interviews and you're meeting fans and it's it, it depends you could take the dirt yeah, Radiohead yeah. are probably the antithesis of uh, yeah. Molly Crew. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, I think they were more into, like, reading. Yeah. I'm or, sure. Or just not being like Molly Crew. And we'll, we'll let the, the viewer decide who turned out better. <laughs> <laughs> um, the tourists, though, it's so slow. Like, yes. I, I love it, though. It's, it creates yeah. a cool sure. effect. Yep. Very sparse and just... Uh, yeah. It keeps like just sound keeps like dropping off too mm -hmm. at the end. And it's it was so uh you brought up that, that jingle sound in Airbag mm -hmm. and I, I think a bell, the little bell yeah. clink is the last sound we hear mm -hmm. on this album. Damn, I don't remember, but you're probably right. I like that. I like that it's, it's a just, great closing. It, it is. It is. Uh, it's a perfect. Yeah. Bell ring. Little, right, yeah. little ding. I, I love that. Yeah. That's a perfect, it's a, uh, a strong and a solid finish. Really well put together album. Like, there was thought put into, like, oh, yes. okay, how do we make this the best listening experience possible? Right. It's, it paid off. There's a lot, enough so many strong tracks. Yes, yes. There's a reason it's, you know, what it is. Right. One of the most talked about albums ever. It deserves to be. Yeah. I'm wondering if it... I mean, Rubber Soul is probably more talked about, just considering how long it's been around. But this is probably the second most talked about album we've done. Yeah, I, I would, I would assume. It's hard to gauge. Yeah, I know. I was thinking mm -hmm. about stuff that we've done. If I, we had done Dark Side rather than Animals, then it would probably be that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Dude, I read a stat that like one out of every seven people own Dark Side. <laughs> That's not surprising. In the world. I'll buy that. Jeez. It's one in every four or one in every seven. Neither would be shocking. That's insane. I can maybe it's... see seven. Yeah. Ten for ten, man. On Dark Side. Yeah. And like I Yeah, I uh I don't know. With I actually could see this one being more popular than Rubber Soul. I feel like for Beatle albums, that's not. I think right, you, agreed, you agreed. mentioned like how Revolver that you think of as like perfect. Yeah. I think Sgt. Pepper, which I frankly don't like as much as mm -hmm. Rubber Soul, I feel like that one, the cover art alone, it's kind of probably makes it the more, most talked about album ever. Abbey Road, same kind of thing. I feel yeah, like yeah. Rubber Soul doesn't, even amongst like the hardcore Beatle fans. Isn't as isn't as popular, isn't as isn't as liked. It's hard to say because they're all so popular. But I, I know what you mean. Like relative to uh, Sergeant Pepper, Sergeant Pepper's a bigger deal. Yeah. Like I feel like there have been you know books written about. Like I really don't care for that album. Me neither. Sergeant Pepper. Mm -hmm. It has some low points, but some really strong points. Yeah. Like out of Runner Soul to the end. Went on sixty four. Kind of brings it down. Yeah. 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 Is this, a, is this a 9 or a 10 out of 10 for you? Okay, Gotta be a 10 out of 10. It's 10 out of 10? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it could be better. Y'all brought me around on Karma Police. I, I call this one perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, could, I don't think I'd change a thing. See, I, I think even if there is a track that I, I don't love, I can still give an album a 10. Yeah. Like, I feel like the good can outweigh that. Right. I'm going to give it a 9. But that's just me. Yeah, I'm gonna go nine. Yeah. That's crazy high. No, it was very, very good. Give it a four. <laughs> I give it a four. I def. Yeah. I am. I've already listened to. I listened to this album all the way through more than once. Yeah. And I am. Yeah. I would absolutely recommend it. Oh yeah. To yeah. anyone. Absolutely. I I think we would get a lot out of doing you know several of their albums on this show like y'all are they're pretty diverse too yeah so yeah there's, there's always a lot to talk about like they don't get monotonous they're all different right yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> for sure <laughs> um yeah there's like three different ones and on that note thank you so much Just for airball attending our chat on okay computer like subscribe do the thing when you share it um if you'd uh you know if you'd like to see us view an album feel free to leave the name of it and the artist in the comments we'll get to it put you know? more radio in yeah. put more radio in we'd love to do another radio all, album. please we'll we'll find another way to do it but yeah we are three different ones i'm stefan this is graham this is travis thanks so much for stopping by we'll see you next time